BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI Podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am the artist formerly known as Pizza Funny and your podcast Jedi. And this week I am joined by none other than the man with the most valuable pipes. The velvetiest pipes more so than any other. He's a masher of M&M's. He's none other than my friend, Christopher Platt. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yes, probably cloudy skies yeah. right now. High in 75 tonight. <laughs> some showers, low in 57. <laughs> so just sit back, relax, and cuddle up next to the one you love. You're listening to the Get Naked Hour. No, you're not. With DJ Christopher Platt. That's not what this is. <laughs> yeah, the sultry, seductive, selective sections uh. of. Solace. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. That's all. Or do you want to keep going and get, you want to use that voice quick and go to prowrestlingtees.com? You want to do that one quick for me? Hey, why don't you do your neighbor a solid favor and go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot? We've got a scintillating selection of shirts to tickle your fancy, baby. And you'll be supporting the movement known as TheChairShot.com, which is your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis. 
I know you can dig it. So again, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. Please and thank you. And thank you. And please. Try promo code SEXY. It's the sweet one! <laughs> it's the sweet one! I love that those commercials, by the way. <laughs> he looks at the guy, the one guy who's there for his girlfriend or whatever, and he goes, he goes, oh, what? I like sports. And then he winks at him. He goes, yeah, me too. <laughs> that gets me every time whoever the guy who plays little sweet is hilarious at those fucking commercials oh hell yeah he's great he's great i love those and i mean the in the inference is he's fucking those women right uh, sure why not <laughs> that, that's how i always must be a it. must be a grower not a shower <laughs> I'm a grown one. Oh, let me grow all in your mouth. <laughs> Enable tripod mode. Enable tripod mode. <laughs> I can lean on it. Ooh. <laughs> all right that's great that's great all right well let's let everybody know chris what's happening this week on the podcast known the 328th edition of dwi well well we're waiting well, oh i guess it's on me sheet sheet did it's a sheet one. Hey, that's a good one. I liked it. Yeah, thanks. All right, hey, we're going to get into some Hell in a Cell talk. We're going to talk about all the wrestling injuries. There's a plethora of injuries. There's an inordinate amount of injuries, if you will. Or big injuries, you could say. And I'm going to walk Christopher Platt through Season 3, Episode 1 of The Note. DP out on assignment because we're recording this Wednesday morning. You're listening Saturday morning. DP and I are going to be gone this weekend. We're going to go golfing. We're going to do some golf stuff. So that's what's going to happen. You're probably going to hear all about it next week. We may record some weird-ass podcasts when we're up there with the General and Satchel McFlippin. So we'll see. We'll see how good drunk we get. We'll see if... We'll see if that actually happens, but we do have a DWI podcast for you today. Yes, Christopher. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that happens. I really want that to happen very much, very much so, very badly. Why you want to hear that? It'd be huge. It'd be huge. I'd, I'd like to hear. It. Nobody wants to hear that more than I do. It'd be huge. I'm a big fan. Big fan. Big fan. Big league. It'd be big. big. Really big. Really big podcast. Big league. Big really big shoe. Maybe we'll storm the capital. Maybe we won't. But it'll be a really good show. Big League show. That was my impersonation of Alec Baldwin impersonating former United States President Donald Trump. And it ended up being like a bad Ed Sullivan at the end. On that note, let's take a commercial break. This is the 328th edition of the podcast known as DWI. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. 
Welcome back, DWI podcast number 328. Let's get into it. Chris, you want to tell me to do something? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I was about to say, what, always use your head? No, 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 no. That's yeah, right. that too. Okay. That too. P. C. Tunny. The crowd roars in anticipation. <clears throat> Ring the bell. Done and done. How did you enjoy Hell in a Cell? Eh. I mean, it was a two-match show, and the two matches delivered. And they bookended the show with the only two matches that really mattered. Everything yeah. in the middle, you know, it, it was there. But those, those, I thought those two matches delivered, man. The, the women's three-way was really good. And the Hell in a Cell, my God. I know we're going to get more into that. But, my God. Shout out to those gentlemen. Someone put out their... I think it was wrestle votes or wrestle features. One of those ones that hits a lot more than not when they give some inside information. Um, championship level feud we've had here, like, like the world, like they should have had the world title on this feud. Like this could have been WrestleMania, whatever. And to that, I, I even up the ante to, and, and Cody thinks he's going to be at money in the bank. I don't know when he's going to fix this injury and we'll talk about that, but boy, I'll just say this, and we'll touch on it when we get to that match later, but who else is the odds-on favorite to take that title from Roman Reigns? There's something maybe you can bet on. If you like betting, go over to listen to Chair Shot Bets. Follow at Chair Shot Bets right there on the Twitter. Uh, you can listen to me and Christopher Platt every Thursday morning. We're talking sports. We're talking betting. Uh, you bet your bottom dollar. Uh, but this is DWI Podcast. Yes, so... I don't know. I, I thought it was a good match, a good card overall. I, I like the way they... Ran it down. I mean, if you head over to cagematch.net, they have a pretty good rating system over there and the way they do things. But the pay-per-view got a 7.6 out of 10. Bianca, her match got a 8.43 and the 8.75 for the last match. But every other match was 6, 6.5, 7 for the uh, mixed tag. Are we finally done with Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin? Can we move on from that? I hope so, because Madcap Moss, number one, we need to get him a proper name, but he, he's got something. Moss? You know what I mean? He, he's it got a really good Moss. look. He, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got something. He's He's got a really good look. He, he can wrestle. I, you know, he could go. Like, he's had, he's had a couple of matches that, that, that had no business being as good as they were. So if they got behind him, and he could talk. So, yeah, if they got behind him, he could be something. Like, the future, the cupboard's not as bare as we would think in WWE. They've got a couple of blue-chip guys, you know, between him, uh, Theory, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, was on this uh, card as well. Obviously, Brian Breaker down in NXT and um, uh, Carmelo Hayes. Like, the future is bright. And if they can hit with Gabe Stevenson, well, yeah, WWE might be all right, you know, in 10, 15 years. But yeah, yeah, put the rocket on Moss and let's see what he can do because he's got something there. Yeah, get him away. Get him as far away from Corbin as you can. Keep him out those goofy-ass clothes. He doesn't have to wrestle in suspenders. Let's let's give him like an overall. Give him his name back. Give him Riddick. Uh, granted, you know Vince doesn't like that, so he's just going to be Moss. He's going to just come out as Moss. You know, Moss cap. Moss versus Theory. It's Moss. It's Theory. It's WrestleMania 43. How far away are we from 43? Four years? Well, four years. I think four years, yeah. Because this will be 39 coming up. Well, I would bet against those two headlining WrestleMania 43. 
Well, I've been <laughs> wrong before. Um uh, yeah, definitely the the opener and the closer stood out. What else was in between here? Bobby Lashley gets a victory against MVP and Omos, and probably the worst match of the night, in my opinion. I like this feud, man. I mean, yes, it wasn't a, a classic wrestling match, but I've enjoyed this feud. I, I'm glad that it looks like it's coming to an end now because Bobby alluded to him wanting to go after the strap, which that's where he should be anyway. But, um, yeah, I like the feud. MVP was in there to take the fall. I don't really know what they're doing with Almost, and I don't think they know what they're doing with Almost either. So, I, I don't know. Well, I don't even think they're almost there yet. So, we'll see what happens. Kevin Owens takes care of a lot. I mean, Ezekiel. Um, I think the appropriate amount of time was given into a lot of these matches. Uh, the women were given 19 minutes. Or they took, let's say they took 19 minutes to start the show. Lashley, Omos, and MVP was just over eight. Owens and Ezekiel was just over nine. They gave the mixed tag match 16, 12 for Moss and Corbin, 11 for Theory's match, and, and Cody and Seth got their 25 minutes. So I think the card was proportioned correctly, don't you? Yeah, I agree. And like you said, man, there was nothing completely egregious or just god-awful on this show. The The filler matches, the mid-card, they were, they were fine for what they were. It, it, you know, it's just the, the feuds themselves weren't really making me moist. And it's not like they went out there and, and lit anything on fire. But they were it was fine. It was fine for what it was. This would have this would have been like a good um like clash of champions or uh, Saturday night's main event or something like that is, you know, the, it, it was a thing on the card. They needed a show. And this is what it was. They Yeah, the, the, they did a great job building the main event, obviously. And I like the fact that there was only one hell in a cell. Oh, I do too. Uh, Theory defended his title. Before we get into Cody and Seth and, and the whole, you know, where is the, that, who, who's going to take care of Roman at some point? Because the, talking about those two easily leads to that conversation. The judgment day on Monday night raw is no longer the judgment day. You knew it was edge welcomes in Finn Balor to the judgment day as the fourth member to which, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley turn on Edge. Destroy Edge. Kick him out of his own faction. And the new Judgment Day, or the Judgment Day, now consists of Damian Priest, Finn Balor, and Rhea Ripley. Where do you, I was surprised by that. What are your thoughts on that? Where are they going with this here? Is, is uh, are we going with a Finn Balor-Edge matchup here? Are we going to see the Demon versus Edge? Is that where we're going? Because... I don't know that we're going to get to see Damian Priest versus Edge. Is that? I mean, what what are we doing here? Are we bringing back Christian? Or we have Edge and Christian versus Priest, and uh, it doesn't make any sense. I, I just don't get why. I thought he was going to be the guy behind this, and now this happens. I know we're not going to get Christian. Yeah, this uh, that'd be cool though. We got Christian, and then we could bring in Beth Phoenix, and that's the the sixth person for SummerSlam. But all right, maybe, I, honestly, I, that I that could happen. Actually, I would take that if that was like the last match. Maybe he's done. Maybe I don't know, man. But yeah, this it was weird because yeah, I don't I don't understand it either. I think that we do end up getting an Edge Finn Bauer match. I think that if I'm not mistaken, Finn Bauer was on Edge's short list of guys that he wanted to work with. So yeah, that could be, be on everybody's short list. Well, yeah, that's true, except for Vince's. But um, well, but yeah, until a, he got a, hurt, a, he got hurt right you know, away. Vince gave it to him and he got hurt. So was, eh, what are you gonna do? And that was it, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's hey, been downhill ever one, since. But it's one more I night. I can see like a dark, one more night that Shinsuke had the world title. 
you got a point there. Don't, don't, don't get me started on that one. Ugh. <laughs> but uh, I can see, you know, like a dark broody edge versus the demon. That could be interesting. But I don't know. Maybe him and AJ link up. Maybe, you know, the that's enemy of my enemy is my friend type shit. And mm-hmm. maybe that's the sixth way. And then we get Beth Phoenix in there. And that's the sixth way for uh, SummerSlam. Maybe it was just a way to write him off TV for a little bit because, you know, he's got that limited dates contract. And we won't see him until this time for the build of SummerSlam. But just weird yeah i I don't know i this is one where i'll just let it play out i I hate when people say that about wwe like they always pay off all their storylines successfully i i hate that but in this one what other choice do we have just other than to see where they're going with it yeah i mean i I, it's not a direction i would have went with it i can say at the moment i guess i don't I'm not going to say I don't like it, like you said, but let's see where it goes. I'm just surprised. I didn't think that that was the way that that yeah. was going to go. So we'll see what happens there. Let's let's talk about Cody Rhodes and the condition he was in. And, you know, for anybody that thought it was just a bunch of bullshit coming into the match, he takes his jacket off and it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, I, I watched that with Amber, and the first thing she asked me was, is that makeup? I, I said, no, dear, that's actually what a torn pectoral muscle looks like. That That's actually, yeah, that's what happens. They tore it up, though. Oh. They absolutely tore it up. And, they, they, you know, they had a little bit of gaga with the, the cowbell and, and all that goofy shit to kind of mask the fact that he was legitimately injured. Well, but, t- Seth uh, comes out in the, in the pizza, in the, in the, you know, pizza costume. <laughs> oh, I love that. Seth coming out with the polka dots. That's absolutely, that's great heel shit. And listen, man, Seth Rollins has to be on that short list. When we talk about best wrestlers in the world, he's got to be on that list. Now, For the a character, while. For a while, though. The, yeah, the character is whatever. You know, it's polarizing. We'll say, just say that. But when's the last time he had a bad match? When that bell rings, man, he brings it. And he brought it again here, and I've enjoyed this feud. This is the rare feud where, even though he went 0-3, I still feel like he was elevated a notch going through this feud. And as far as Cody goes, this the legend of Cody just grows, doesn't it? Number one, you know he got over with workaholic. You know it's shit. So his spot is secure. And again, it just adds and builds to the legend of Cody. So when he comes back... You're saying money in the bank. Maybe he'll be there watching. I don't know how that's going to work out. He, but, yeah, he said he yeah. was going to come. He Go said he was going to do money in the bank. And then on Monday Night Raw, he said that. And then Seth came out and came out and shook his hand in the ring and, and left. And then as Cody's leaving the arena, the, 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 the stage, Seth comes out and attacks him with the sledgehammer, lays him out. I definitely easy way to write him off right there for TV for a little while. Will he be able to do money in the bank? I don't know. I'm sure he wants to. I'm sure Vince wants him to. That remains to be seen. I don't want to get into money in the bank predictions. I don't even really want to get into money in the bank. But what I do want to talk about is Riddle also mentioned wanting to face Roman Reigns and take away his WWE Universal Championship. So I would say the short list would be, in my opinion for what I would do, would be the shortlist, if I'll give you a shortlist of three, would be Cody, Riddle, or Seth. Maybe not necessarily Seth, but if there's no one else and it's got to happen somehow, there's there's definitely something there. What do you think about that? I mean, I don't see it happening anytime soon. I don't see it happening till WrestleMania. Um, what do you think? I would also add Lashley on that shortlist, but... um. 
yeah, I don't think anybody's going to take it away. They've been teasing a, a riddle Roman match for some time. I could see that happening maybe Summer at Money Slam. in the Bank. How many shows do we have until SummerSlam? Is it just Money in the Bank? I thought there was something in early July. Let me go ahead. Keep keep, keep talking about your point. I'll look okay. Up. Yeah. So I could I could see them paying that off. Um, is Cody going to be ready at SummerSlam? I don't know. But then if you don't do it at SummerSlam, when do you do it? Because that that's a big match and it deserves to be on one of the, the marquee shows. So you're not going to go Cody and Roman at Mania because we, yeah. we know what's happening there. We so, perceive to know what's happening there. So we just had Hell in so, a Cell yeah. last weekend. July 2nd is Money in the Bank. And SummerSlam is in July. It's July 30th this year. And that's because they're doing so the clash at the that's because month. they're doing the clash at the castle on September third. Right, right. Then we're back to right. then October we're back to Saudi Arabia for Jam in the Sand eight. All right, wait. Jam in the Sand. What was the first one? Just Jam in the Sand. Um, no. Yeah, no, you, you, yes, it was just jam in the sand. Oh, I hate when you do this because I always sand forget. Two, I electric jam in the sand two, electric boogaloo, jam in the yeah. sand three, uh, back for more fuck money. Okay, or jam out, in the Saudi sand oil, four. fuck money, or the, something like that. Yeah, oil, fuck money, or yeah, Saudi oil, fuck money. Jam in the uh, sand, jam four. In the sand four, the quest for more, dot, 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 oil, fuck money, that is. <laughs> Jam in the Sand Five was it was it was it all the way live? All the way live, all the way live. Jam in the Sand Six, in back the in the mix. Six, back in the mix. Jam in the Sand Seven, <laughs> seventy-two virgins in heaven. Yes. I don't think that's what it was, but we'll go and with that. Right now, the the working title is can't hardly wait, but I got some time to to come up with something better. Jam in the Sand. Oh, oh, hold on, about what about this? It's not it's not uh geologically or not geologic, it's not uh geographically accurate, but jam in the sand eight, the rumble in Kuwait, it just has a good ring to it. Again, not geo geographically <laughs> correct, but it sounds good. Like Rumble in the Jungle, you know? Clash in Kuwait, Jam in the Sand Eight, Clash in Kuwait. <laughs> rumble in the jungle, um what, what was the other one? Uh yeah, the Rumbling Jungle was Zaire. I forgot what um what they called uh, Foreman and Ali. Whatever, man. Anyway, shout out to Cody Rhodes. Shout out to Seth Rollins. Feud well done. Doesn't necessarily look like it's over. As far as Roman, yeah, he's got some challengers lined up that can get us through here. I mean, you, we just named him. Going to get the riddle match at some point. Seth Rollins is owed a rematch, so that's going to happen at some point. Bobby Lashley has already put his bid in, and the Cody one's the big one. We don't know when that happens, when they finally pull the trigger on that one. Is it SummerSlam, or do you hold out? I, I don't know, man. General rule of thumb of wrestling is if you have a big match, you go ahead and blow your wide because shit can happen, and you never know. You just never know. Shit happens. You never know. Like, for example, we never got Rock versus Triple H to main event WrestleMania, and that was a shame. I'm pretty sure at some point in time, there was an idea for a shield triple threat to main event WrestleMania. And obviously that's not going to happen that anytime soon. Happen. So maybe they do go with it at SummerSlam. Jam in the sand eight. Can't wait. Don't be late. It's fate. So don't hate. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen. And sadly, I've been listening to Basic Thugonomics for the last three weeks, so that's not the worst rap I've heard recently. <laughs> uh, oh, man, that's funny. That's funny. Well, that's what we're looking at in the WWE situation right now. A little bit different summer as we move along here. Title structure-wise, uh, premium live event, sorry, PLEs, not PPVs, uh, structurally as well. Any other thoughts here in wrestling as far as anything else goes? I know Punk won, and now he's on the shelf, right? We need to have an interim champion. I mean, that worked out. That interim championship is, is so goofy, but it, it does open up some interesting possibilities. Number one, AEW, y'all got to get y'all shit together, man, because I tuned into Rampage because I read on Twitter that CM Punk was going to be there and have some huge announcement, and nobody knew what was going on. Like, it, it kind of sounded like he was relinquishing the title, but then he kind of wasn't. And then Jericho commented that he was relinquishing the title. Like, it was just very confusing. So y'all got to work that shit out next time. And the idea of this interim champ thing is dumb as hell. But maybe it's a backdoor way for us to get Tanahashi and Punk. Obviously, he's not going to be able to compete at the um, at the crossover show at the end of the month. Maybe this is how we get to Brian Danielson and Punk. Who knows, you know? Maybe Brian, Dan Brian Danielson wins the Battle Royal. He goes on and faces Moxley. He defeats Moxley. And then he goes on and faces Tanahashi or Okada at the um, at the, the crossover event. I'm calling it the crossover event because I don't remember what it's actually called. And maybe, that, yeah, maybe that's how we get to Punk and Danielson, which is the biggest match that they could possibly do at this point in time. So, there, you know, in... In chaos comes opportunity, and I think there's an opportunity to do some very interesting things right now. It's just going to be sad that we're not going to have CM Punk for a little bit. But keep him off TV, too, man. No need to have him all over TV, so that way when he comes back, he's a big deal again. What do you think? I I don't know. I don't really care. <laughs> I, wish, <laughs> I, wish, right. I wish Punk would have come back to WWE, but that's neither here nor there. Maybe, maybe that would have sucked, too. Who knows? Uh, it, it should be interesting. There's a whole bunch of big matchups they have over there. Uh, I think the MJF thing is kind of weird and getting interesting as well. Is it real? Is it a shoot? They unfollowed him, pulled his merchandise, everything else. If that was the, if it's real, why did they give him a live mic last week? You know, if it's exactly. not, it doesn't exactly. seem like they're really doing anybody favors for the most part. So, I, I don't know. It's so important. You think it's a little bit of a, a, a rib to WWE because they pulled Sasha and Naomi's uh, merchandise? Or do you think that they're trying to sell this as being legitimate and that's why they did it? Uh, would you trade Sasha and Naomi for MJF? That, that I, I love that you said that, man. Why can't they do trades? Why, why couldn't they do trades? Like, you know what I mean? Why can't the companies? I understand in theory why they don't, but... Why wouldn't you like yeah orchestrate a trade? Would it would trade? basically be a they basically co-sign on the releases for the most part. I don't think they could necessarily move the contracts within the companies. You'd basically be having to put some kind of consent on it to the point where let's just release the contracts, no days off television, and then just do a new contract. But yeah, I mean like a they'd really be working together, wouldn't they? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I, I like that. Who says no to that? WWE probably, and, considering Sasha Banks. That's yeah, the, but MJF, man. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at winning a trade, you you win a trade by getting the best 
talent in the trade and Sasha Banks is easily the most profitable and best talent and biggest commodity in that trade. Your MJF is hot, Yo. but MJF hasn't done anything yet. Yeah, but what about MJF with the WWE machine behind him? And if there's some legitimate heat with Sasha Banks, i.e. they're tired of her shit, why wouldn't they? Let me just put it to you this way. I'll give you two words. Plus he's younger. I'll tell he's you not even 30. I'll give you two he's, words. He's I'll like you, 23. I'll give you a two-word accomplishment that tells you where Sasha Banks is, and, and MJF will never be anywhere near where she is. Are you ready for the two words? Don't say the Mandalorian. Star Wars. Yeah, because she has the WWE, and you you're talking to the biggest Sasha Mark in, in MJF in will that, never but... be as big to be in Star Wars. He'll never be big as uh, that big pop you don't, culturally. You can't say that. I just said you, it. You can't say that. I already said and it. He's only twenty three years said. old. Man. I'm going to say it again. I can say it again. He, you can say it again, but that's not going to make it any more true. It's like, already true. It's like... true right now. Say what? It's true. Damn yeah, you. it's true right now, but it's not going to be true in the future, man. Once you get that WWE machine behind, you don't think they're salivating at the mouth? I think there's three talents that they salivate at the mouth over in AEW, and that's Jay Cargill, that's Wardlow, and it's MJF. Everybody knows what the fuck this dude is, man. I think WWE makes that trade in a heartbeat. I really do. And Pretty Tony, I mean, what better way to bolster your, your women's roster than to have one of the biggest stars in the entire industry? come over granted she didn't have anybody to work with except for a friend of the show thunder rosa and dr Britt baker but i think she takes a peg down being there and i think mjf takes a, a step up being having the wwe oh, machine there's no, behind him. there's no doubt there i'm not arguing with any of that stuff right i'm just saying mjf will never be as big a star as sasha banks is we'll see because I'm not going to bury my baby, or my not my baby, but you know what I mean. I'm not going to bury Sasha, but... We're going to take a break before Chris gets himself in trouble. You're listening to the yeah, 328th edition of the, yes. of the DWI podcast. You can follow the show at Podcast DWI. Make sure you're listening to everything ChairShot Radio Network on the ChairShot.com. Use your head. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash ChairShot. Promotional consideration like paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, DWI Podcast 328. Christopher Platt, PC Tony, DP, out on assignment. I I, I uh, made a uh, executive decision during the commercial break. We're not going to do Seinfeld this week. Uh, I'm the only one that watched it. Chris didn't have a chance to. DP's gone, and I didn't pull sound for it. So that's why maybe we'll do a double coverage next week and catch back up. So let's go back to some wrestling talk. We were having a good time talking there about maybe if there was a trade. If you could do a trade, and a man and pitch a fair one, right? Like, that was a pretty fair one. I mean, the argument we were having is about how big Sasha Banks is and how big MGF can be. But what would be the best trade for... Who would be the best for AEW to acquire? If they could acquire 
a male-female combination and they send a male-female combination in return. I mean, what's the biggest they could pull off? Because I think it's easier from the WWE side. There's value of people that would be great for AEW that aren't doing much in WWE and they could pull in some new blood that could certainly run up there. It'd be something like probably like a Wardlow and a Britt Baker or Thunder Rosa coming into WWE for, I don't know, Natalia and even though they'd never get rid of Natty, Natalia and Shinsuke or something like that, you know. But what does it look like on the AEW side? Who can they send that is going to be worth something to WWE to get a couple people from WWE that they would love, right? We talked about Sasha Banks already, but if you talk about people that are over and doing wonderful, I mean, like Finn Balor's a guy, AJ Styles is a guy. You look at a Drew McIntyre type, uh, Bobby Lashley would be amazing over there, right? Think about if you got the Street Profits into that tag team division, something like that, a riddle. But who does AEW send, Chris? So now my long-winded question, I kick it to you, hopefully having given you enough time to, to come up with a few names off, off the cuff here. Well, number one, in terms of you know who's the most valuable for AEW, we've already talked about it, which is Sasha Banks. They're, they've been, over the last few months, they've received a lot of flack for their lackluster women's division, and some people have been upset with them with their lack of diversity at the top of the card. With Sasha Banks, that kills two birds with one Banks right there. And she's box office. She's a big star. She's a needle mover. You saw she was a needle mover during the pandemic when they had her and Bailey hop into all the shows. And, you know, I think that might have been the last time NXT actually won on the Wednesday Night Wars was when Sasha fought, what was it, Asuka? Or, no, 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 Io Shirai. But, yeah. Um, as far as who else they would want from the male side or who could they, yeah, who would they want from the male side? That's a little tougher because I feel like they, obviously there's guys that they want, but who would be a significant difference maker? I mean, obviously Roman, but that, that goes without saying. So we'll, we'll, we'll take that out. Um, I don't see anybody that can, that could other than Roman jump, from WWE male-wise to AEW and make that much bigger of a difference. I, I don't see anybody that's really going to move the needle. Do you? Seth. I mean, you think Seth would? Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, Seth yeah, and okay. Becky? That's a, Seth yeah. and Becky? What if they got Seth and Becky? That's that's like a big one there. If you're not going to get Roman, I think that's the next big thing they could get. That would be, who do you send, though? It will give you, a, you know, it's hard. You Jade get... and, and Wardlow. That, that's easy, Jade and Wardlow. Yeah. But they still have. Yeah. St- that's that's not even a fair trade, though. Still, <laughs> you know. I mean, are you kidding me? Are you, man, come on. You know, uh, Vince McMahon dick dick gets hard when he sees Jay Cargill because that woman exudes star power. And you get her down in the performance center for a little bit so she can actually learn how to wrestle a little better. Man, that's a license to print money. You can main event WrestleMania Jane Cargill versus uh, Bianca Belair. You can re- main event WrestleMania with that at least one night. And Wardlow, same thing, man. That's a you, yeah. Again, Cleveland's own Wardlow, by the way. He's uh, over like Roper with a red leaf clover. He's the new version of Goldberg, or he could be the new version of Goldberg. Just come out, whoops everybody's ass, does the power bomb. You tell me you couldn't main event a pay per view Roman versus Wardlow. Roman could main event a pay per view with a fucking uh, broomstick. So you know <laughs> what? Do you, well, that's that's kind of run he's having right now. So. I think it's an interesting concept. Maybe we can uh, 
maybe we can come up with a segment for this like once a month and just kind of go over like you know boy we grab a guy here move a guy there if you thought about it kind of like a more of a professional sports instead of professional sports entertainment um what what that would look like but it's tough because you know i'm sure those kind of things happened back in the day uh when wwe was working with ecw but that was basically money for talent um uh, but those kind of trades do happen so and the but, you nwa know, back it's, when the, in the territory sure. days that shit right. happened all the time well you and know? then you look back at like what roh and and new japan were doing aew and new japan were doing um nwa and um mlw were also working you know with different different well, people well shit uh WCW in New Japan, they had a working relationship like that in the 90s where they would exchange talent. Well, WWE even did it, too. I mean, in the in the 90s yeah, and, yeah. and things of that nature. Yeah. So it's not that far-fetched. It's just something that has been interesting since you've had the wrestling wars and now you kind of have the season settled and you have your major player, your secondary major player, and then you have three or four other intermediaries. So not a better time. There isn't a better time for wrestling fans uh, for looking for consumption. So if you don't like something, don't sit and bitch about it. Go find something else. Find a different conversation to get yourself into that you enjoy. I got nothing hey, else. Amen. Because y'all, yeah. y'all chase me off Twitter, man. I got <laughs> sick of all the scuttlebutt and the back and forth and the wrestling wars. Just shut the fuck up and watch what you like. And just shut the fuck up about everything else. Nobody needs your opinion on everything. Matter of fact, I'm with MJF. Most of your opinions suck dick anyway. So shout out to MJF for calling y'all out on y'all bullshit. So just shut the fuck up and watch what you like. Or don't watch it all. Go watch the fucking um, uh, Downton Abbey or some shit. Something that you actually enjoy, okay? Jesus. Well, all you Downton Abbey fans can send your hate mail to <laughs> at it's me DPP. Uh, he should be back next week for the Father's Day weekend edition. Yeah, next week already. So don't forget to get your dad something. Chris, your first Father's Day is next weekend. Uh, good for you. Oh, well, thank you, sir. I'm excited. I'm sure Amber going to show out for me because she always does. She takes care of me on those special days. So I'm excited. Don't I think I, I know what she got me, but I just can't say anything. Okay. I got to act surprised. All right. Sounds good. Can't wait to hear about it. Can't yeah. wait to hear about it. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you, my friend. We are getting out of here with a brief DWI podcast this week. Well, we're recording this on a Wednesday afternoon, so in about an hour, you you can find me at the nail salon getting my Manny Petty on. So, but, <laughs> but as far as out in the ether, do they use? Make sure do, they use go to... do they use leeches? Shut up. On your feet. You know, they don't have or you, the you, little fish. Oh, no. you talk about those little fish that yeah. my, my feet are not that disgusting. Oh, Thank well, you very le- much. You know, that yeah. I read uh, uh, leeches have eight brains. Oh, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at The Real C Black. <laughs> and again, if you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out here at The Chair Shop, the best way to make sure we keep providing that content you love day in and day out here at The Chair Shop is by supporting the movement and going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot and pick up an official Chair Shot t-shirt by perusing ProWrestlingTees forward slash by perusing ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. I guarantee that you're going to find something that you absolutely adore. Get it soft style. It's perfect for the 4th of July. You're going to be wearing shorts anyway. Again, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. Please and thank you. Thank you and please. Folks, you can follow me at PC Tony. You can follow this show at podcast dwi chair shot radio network all your favorite streaming platforms the chairshot.com use your head always always use your head uh, just they 
It says 2 plus 3 is 5, and 3 plus 2 is 5. You get it. Uh, yeah. We'll see him next week, right, Chris? I mean, we'll, we should have the full crew next week. Come up with some kind of new trivia. Maybe we actually might have a return of one AJ Belaz next week. We'll see what happens. You can follow him at Phenomenal AJB. So he's been out on his own personal assignment lately. But uh, still keeping in touch. Look for him to be back. Until then, you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D-W. Goodbye. Oh, man, I'm ready to get out of town, brother. There's going to be some serious drinking this weekend. Chairshot.com. Always use your head.